Mindless Chat, brought to you by AA Media and Consulting on the Dr. Abrasive Network. What about the people listening? This is Dr. Abrasive, Mindless Chat. This is a podcast series where we bring on brand managers, artists, owners, people across many walks of life where you can find out why they do what they do and learn a little bit about their passion. Tonight, this man fits all of that description. We have Felt Five. What's going on with you, man? What's going on? What's going on? All right, now, people, now, if y'all don't know who Felt Five is, go check him out. He dropped an album last year, Unsafe Harbor. I know. I saw that you're still working on the joint. Yes, Uh, yes. What what do you feel like with that? What, What are you coming along with that progress right now? For my new one? Yeah. I'm still in the um I'm still in the writings and uh production stage of it, man. Um I'm really trying to take a lot of time, you know what I mean? Um just just to illustrate growth on this new project, you know what I mean? That's pretty much where I'm going with it. All right, all right. Well, you represent from Montgomery, Alabama. Are you originally from Montgomery? Yes, sir. I'm born and raised. Born and raised, born and raised. So what's it like? Getting into the music scene in in the gulf, <laughs> man. Um, it's 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 kind of it's interesting, man. Because like I really been doing this since like '99. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was a completely different scene. And um, like I don't know if you've ever heard of a group called Dirty. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? But uh, they from they from here. You know what I mean? And it's like back then, the only that's pretty much biggest game in town and um like back then i wasn't even rapping i was like songwriting and singing you know what i mean i wouldn't you know what i'm saying i was in an r&b group believe it or not you know <laughs> so um <clears throat> it's, it's it's crazy man um you run into a lot of problems getting trying to get your joints on the radio trying to get respect if you if you come in with a different type of sound and uh you know what's normally projected out of here, you know what I'm saying? So it's been a challenge, you know. Okay. That's what it is. Well you mentioned your your beginnings there. So let let's go to the origin story of Phil Five. So you said you started off singing. I know you said you started off singing as a little one. So when did you first realize that music is what you wanted to do and you made that jump into that in that form? Well, when I first seriously just, um, started trying to uh, get into it was probably when I was about 16. You know, up until then, you know, I'll be doing little talent shows and stuff, but that was mainly to, you know, get chicks. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I was like, okay, I got with I got with a partner of mine. Uh, we actually had like a schoolyard type of battle dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, it was a sing off. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying that, that probably uh, gives away my age you know what I'm saying because that was a while ago you, you, they don't they probably don't do that no more but uh yeah man we had a little sing off and then he was like hey man you know you sound pretty good I was like yeah man you know you, you good too so we decided to get together and make a little make a little group and then we used to sing at the homecomings and all that and I was like alright you know girls is liking it I was like okay I, I can do this you know what I'm saying this is this is good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, um, then, um, probably about like 99, um, 
I got with this, I got with this, um, crew. It was called Black Forest. You know what I'm saying? I got with a producer. I didn't know nothing about the music industry or nothing. All I knew is that I just wanted to be a star and all that back then. And then, uh, you know, he was like, Hey man, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you can write for us, little bruh. So I was like, all right. So I was writing for people and, um, getting in, you know, but basically just getting in where I could, you know, I'll just sing a little background vocals here and there on stuff. And, um, after a while I didn't get nowhere, you know, you know, we didn't get nowhere doing that. The group I was in. So we just decided to kind of branch off and do our own thing, you know, okay. and, um, that kind of, that kind of went, went left after a few years. And I've always been a fan of hip hop, you know, more so than the whole R and B thing. So I just, I just kind of started rapping and never looked back. Okay. Now, now you said you told your age a little bit. I remember those days. So I'm imagining this, this is around the early mid nineties that this, this, the singing off was happening. Yeah, it was, it was, it was the late nineties actually. It was, it was about, the, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was like 98. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like I said, I remember those days in, in my, <laughs> in, in, in my formative years. I, I remember those days. Yes, sir. The, the high school talent show and the singing going on. Yes, All right. Sir. All right. So, uh, you say you got into, you made the move into hip hop. Um, and, 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 you know, doing MC thing. So what would you say was the biggest challenge making that, convert, making that transition there? Uh, being boxed in people who knew me from singing, you know what I mean? And plus they knew, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was a, also a church musician, you know what I'm saying? I played drums in the church. So it was a transition and people were always trying to just box me in. Like, you know, it was almost like kind of the Kanye West thing. He's like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? You do these beats, man, you know, like, you know, just, just make the beat. But it's like, <laughs> right. I, I, I want to do more than just sing, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I can do more than that. You know, listen to this right here. As a matter of fact, I'm better than most of you, you know, you know, and I, I'm not trying to be braggadocio, but you know, uh, that's what rap is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, I'm better than a lot of these cats out here trying to do this. So I'm like, listen to me, dog. I'm, I can do more than just sing a note. <laughs> that's pretty much it, man. It was, it was kind of rough. You know, people love to box you in. Once people get comfortable with you doing one set thing, it kind of is hard to break out of that box. Okay. Uh, I, Totally, totally, completely feel you on that. I feel you on that. So now, going back to your, the beginnings, who would you say were some of your early influences in music uh, coming up, getting into the, the scene? Man, I have to say uh, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Like Marvin Gaye, um, you know what I mean? Like on the hip-hop side, Wu-Tang Clan, Tribe Called Quest, uh you know what I'm saying? Even like even dirty, you know what I'm saying? They, they was re- cause they was, they was huge down here, man. They was a big deal. And, um, let's see who else. I don't know. If- wait, wait, you from uh, Mississippi, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you probably have heard of Deuce Comrades, right? Yes, indeed. Okay. Yeah. Deuce Comrades, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, small time ballers, you know what I'm saying? Like all, all them groups, man. Look, man, I, I need to do what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Especially the cats down here that were doing it. I feel you. I feel you on that. 
you, you, once again, you take me back down that memory lane again. <laughs> you taking me back again. Um, now you're in, you know, you got in on the hip hop side and you decided to go ahead and branch out, do your own thing. Hold on a second. Am I, you can't hear me there? Hold on a second. Let me pause it. All right. So we're back into this thing. Um, what was, well, I was going into the, the situation where you were setting yourself up, getting ready to, um, do the, the whole MC thing. Um, yeah. now that you branch out and you, you know, you, you established a name for yourself and you established how you're going to work with this. What would, what would you say was your next step once you tried to overcome, like you said, what people were pigeonholing you? What was your next step? What was your next, I would say your next move in this once you decided to become an well, MC? Well, I mean, like, my thing is completion. I really wanted to be complete in pretty much everything I did. So what I did, I was already, um, I neglected to mention in the beginning that when I was with the R&B group, I did a lot of production for the R&B group. You know what I'm saying? Like, my pops got me this um, keyboard, you know what I'm saying? This Triton LE keyboard. You know what I'm saying? I, I stayed up like 48 hours just learning the ins and outs of it. So I was okay at producing back then. I wanted to get into engineering. I wanted to learn, you know, how to make myself sound the best I could on the track. So around, uh, like probably 2007, I, I got, you know, recording equipment and, um, I was able to start learning, you know, how to record myself, how to make myself sound the best. And, um, it, it wasn't good at first, but, you know, it was a learning process. And then I just, I went, I went ahead and just, you know, tried to become the complete musician. So pretty much everything that I do, and, and it was also out of necessity too, because a lot of producers, you know what I'm saying? I ain't had no money at the time. You know what I mean? So I was like, I got to do this myself. So I taught myself how to make the best beats. I taught myself how to, you know, record. I read books. You know what I'm saying? I, I did have a partner that owned the studio. You know what I'm saying? And he helped me uh, learn a few of the ins and outs of the program and, uh, you know, some of the shortcuts. But, you know, it was a lot of grind time, man. A lot of grind time. Okay. Uh, being that you're doing, you're doing your music on top of everything else, how do you balance that time out to make time for your music and, and your life that goes on outside of music? Uh... It's a it's a challenge right now, man. I mean, it's 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 a huge challenge, you know, especially when, you know, you're not able to do it full time. You got to, you know, work to support, you know, yourself and, you know, what I'm saying in some cases, your family. Um, sometimes I have to step back because sometimes I have to just just write something and uh, come back to it later. Um, sometimes, you know. You have to bury yourself in it for a while and just tell the people that love you and that's around you, like, look, I'm here for you if you need me, but like real talk, I gotta get this accomplished. I gotta get this I gotta get this done. So that's that's kind of um a general answer. Okay. All right. Let's go back to the project, Unsafe Harbor. About how long did it take you to complete that project? Man, I worked on uh Unsafe Harbor. Um off and on, off and on, I worked on it for three years. Okay. You know, now that's a long time. I know, I know you're like, man, it's a long time, man. <laughs> Can I cuss on the show? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay, okay. 
yeah, I was like, fuck, man, that's a long ass time, you know, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to make a good sounding, thorough, complete project, you know what I'm saying, that people would love, you know, people would like, people would love, people could relate to, you know, that I'd be speaking something truthful and, you know what I mean, just, just exactly. something of substance. Okay. Okay. Now, now, being that you felt like you worked on it for a long time because you wanted it to get it right, the first time you heard it, what what was your thought? Um, you mean the first time I just completely listened to it all the way through? Yeah. Uh, well, that happened actually when I released it because I'm gonna tell you something, man. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, and you know, you're getting the exclusive, I guess, on this right now. Uh, I recorded that last song like two days after, I mean, well, two days before I released the project, <laughs> you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Um, you might, the song, the, the song work, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I recorded that like two days before I did the full release on it. And that was because up to the end, the beat wasn't even finished. You know, I, I finished the beat and then I just went in and went in and laid it down. I had already written to the rhyme, you know, a rhyme scheme to it and everything. And I just went in there and just went off. Okay. And working it right up to the deadline, man. Right up to the <laughs> deadline. I- yeah, man. I mean, you know, I would say also like I, um, I actually had listened to the project, everything except, except work and like one other track. It was on, you know, I carried it around with me and I listened to it all the time because I was trying to figure out what can make this sound better? What, what am I missing something? You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm a real perfectionist when it comes to this music, man. So I don't want to put nothing out this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'm, I'm yeah, I, I was done. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I thought you, I thought you like the mic could cut out something. All right. Oh, nah, and, nah. and I asked that question cause I, you know, when you're working on a project or you're working on some content, when you're listening to it or you're going right. through it, you got all the motivation to it. But then after you release it to the public, I know I've done this. I'm yeah. like, man, I sh- should have tweaked that. Yeah. Did, did you have that feeling? I mean, honestly, I listened to most of it so much that I did all the tweaks that, that I felt like needed to be done at the time. It was a couple of things I changed right at the last minute. Okay. And that, and that really helped to me. It helped improve the quality because like some of the songs, like I recorded them like a year ago <laughs> and I heard, you know, I kept on listening to them and listening to them. I was like, oh, and look, I don't like that line. I really do. I need to change it. And then I keep going back and forth. Do I need to change it? No, nah, I don't need to change it. I'm going to change it, man. <laughs> and then I just ended up doing that shit, man. So, okay. yeah, I, I, I had done so much work. I mean, you know, no pun intended. Um, I had done so much work to it that I didn't really feel like I needed to change shit, really, except um, I wish I had put a second verse on work. That's the only thing I wish I had done. Uh, okay, I got you. So now... Now you got your project out there and you see your music on iTunes and Spotify. You see people tweeting about it, posting about it. Yeah. That completion is there. I mean, what's that like? Man, um, is this stark contrast? Like, you know, a lot of folks don't know. That's my second project release. You know what I mean? Okay. That's not even my first one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
like my first one got no traction. You know what I mean? It, it got nothing like zero. And then to see people actually listening to it, tweeting it, tweeting out my lyrics, telling me that the project is fire and like, you know what I'm saying? Even to hear like people like Phenom and Rod and him talk about it, to hear like people like you talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Like BA, you know, showing me love. It it was it was it was lovely, man. I mean <laughs> to 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 be redundant, but you know, it was amazing. I can I totally understand that, man. I can totally understand that. It's that yeah. it's that feeling when you put your baby out there and, and people give you that positive feedback. Ah, uh, dude, this you know, it's man. The only thing is, you know what I'm saying? It, shit, that's almost good as sex, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, yeah. I understand that. I do understand that. good as sex. So now from the business aspect of the music business or the music industry, I would say, um, do you do you manage your own brand or do you incorporate a team or is it just straight fell five? It's straight fell five, man. Okay. Um, I have, I have a partner that, that, uh, gives me advice on things. Like he's a former group member, um, from the group I used to be in and he's, you know, he's a business guru. So a lot of things I run by him, you know, but as far as setting everything in motion, everything I got to do, um, that's all me. And you know what I'm saying? I wish I had a team, man. Cause it's exhausting. <laughs> You know, it's exhausting. I, I wish it, I wish I could do more more stuff right now, man. But when it's just you, it's just you. So now we're looking at Fell Five Music, and we, we got what you got going. We got you working on the next project. What do you see? Where do you see two, three years down the road? Right now, what what what's your vision? Man, my next project, I wanted to get. Um, probably triple the traction you know that this one got you know what i mean even more so hopefully even more than that um i just want people to to i wanted to spread like wow i wanted to go viral man you know and two two years from now that's what i want i wanted i want you know a viral work that'll go across the internet like like you know what i'm saying Donald Trump said, you know, he loved black people or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want, I want some shit like that, man. I want, I wanted to go across the internet. I wanted to go across the world, you know, two years from now. I mean, I see myself producing for big acts. You know what I mean? I see myself, uh, you know, producing a lot of, a lot of music, writing, you know, doing all that. Okay. All right. Now, how do you feel since you're talking about you, you ready to go viral and you wrote your, you want your, your work out there? How do you feel about the, the, the change where streaming is being counted towards album certification? Man, I'm, uh, I'm actually here for it, man, because a lot of my, a lot of the traction I've gotten as an independent artist has been through streaming. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, that's how a lot of folks heard of me from, you know, Spotify and iTunes and Tidal and all them, all of those services. You know what I mean? So I, I'm glad, you know what I mean? Cause if somebody, if they, if somebody's paying for a service and they listen to your song like 1500 times, I mean, you know, you might as well have bought the album 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, the only thing I want, I want the pay structure to reflect that from the streaming services. Uh, now, if that happens, you know, that'll be a win-win. I mean, yeah, look, the, the, the record, the record business is so far behind the rest of the world. You know what I'm saying? And that's really where they fuck themselves up because, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the music industry should have caught on to what the internet was doing years ago, but then they tried to keep on, you know, with this outdated, antiquated model, you know what I'm saying? Of, of, uh, yeah, man, we just gonna keep doing this CD shit. And then the internet was, you know, pretty much outran them on that. Mixtape started popping. You, you know what happened, you know? Yeah. Tried to, they tried to block it and they, yeah. You know, can't stop they, technology. Now they, now they, now they fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Most of the majors are folded now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The majors of, of, of when, of the nineties and shit like that, like they folded. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh man. They should have jumped in there when the Netflix of the world came in right. and, and, and inducted right, this. They yeah. should have done this shit years ago, man. Like if it, if it was, if they had done, um, you know what I'm saying? What they're trying to do now. And like maybe 2000, like when Napster, when the whole Napster shit happened, that's when they should have done it. When that whole Napster shit happened, if they, if they had capitalized on it, then, then, you know what I'm saying? They, the industry probably would be a better place. You know what I'm saying? Like we probably have, um, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't have all this discussion about the music industry fa- failing and all that. You know what I mean? So I, I, yeah. I totally agree with you because, you know, and I, I made it one of my big points and you just from my view of it, um, looking at it from a consumer, I feel like, you know, the main thing that the music industry was missing back at that time was the fact that they were dependent on that model of the albums where me as a consumer may not want the tracks that you're feeding me as the singles and these are the hit songs. I might want that one song that you're not pushing. Exactly. Now I got to go buy the whole album to listen to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, then, and, and, you know, and, and, you know, most of the artists were in major deals or whatever. Some of them had like, um, one song on the album. That That's why they only had like one song that was listenable on the album because a lot of them were just recording some shit so they could go ahead and get out of their label deals. You know what I'm saying? Right. You signed up for a five album label deal, you know what I'm saying? And, and they shelving your album. So, all right, after the fourth album, it's like, Hey man, let's just get this shit done and over with. So you're not going to put no time and effort into it. All right. So, you know, that's, that's, that's what happened to the industry. That's, that's why, you know, piracy grew so hard. And that's why, you know what I'm saying? The industry is on his ear right now. Right. Okay. Um. So we're about to wrap this up real quick because we're getting close to time. I want okay. you to let the people know number one how they can keep up with Fell Five music and when they can get the update for the next project when it comes down. Yeah, man. Um. Just keep keep watching my Twitter, man. Join you know, uh, like my Facebook page. It's it's uh Felt Five F E L T F I V E. You know what I mean. Um, hit me on Twitter, uh, F E L T F I V E. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much across the internet. You know, you can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Twitter. You know, like I'm on, uh, Snapchat under F E L T F I V E. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much how you can find me across the internet. And I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm going to drop a link when it's, when it's ready. You know, when it's ready to go, I'm dropping links to a single. I'm dropping links to a song, you know, all that. Just please support. All right, all right. Now, everybody listening, of course, you listen to this this 
mindless chat, you finding it on the Dr. Brayson Network. But go over to AAMNC.com and we're going to feature Felt 5 on our, on our network there. So you can also catch there with the rest of our featured businesses there. So go there, check him out, add his page to your bookmark. Bookmark yes, that page. Yes. You're going to want to yes, do that. Yes. You're going to want to do that. All right, man. I appreciate you coming yeah. through this evening, man. You know. Yo, let me say one more thing, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, what's up with the thirst, man? I, I, I thought I was, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be, I want to be on the, uh, on the full show, man. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to go through the, through the thirst page and the articles and all that, man. You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what you doing tonight, man? We about to record when I finish this up. Well, you about to do it right now? We about to do it right now, man. Let go. Let go, man. Shoot. Let's do this thing. Okay, people. Hey, look, first off, this has been Miley Chat, man. We about to we about to sign off. Um Felt Five here, man. Those of you who are gonna be listening to the Dr. Brace show, I think it's episode three fifty one. Yeah, three fifty one, because we just did three fifty with the with the BAP. We got a bonus for y'all. Going into overtime. Yes, sir. We out. Peace. Peace. This has been Dr. Brace's presentation.